Hi, everybody. Welcome to No Story is Sacred. If you've never listened before, basically we're four siblings who grew up talking about the art of storytelling. Now that we're adults, we're still talking about it, and we're inviting you to join the conversation. I'm Kat, and I'm definitely not Javid Denkins. Oh, uh, crap. Um, uh, I'm Brendan, and uh, uh, I'm definitely not Javid Denkins. Did I do it right? Yes, you did. Good job. Awesome, thanks. <laughs> I'm Pippin, and while I may be Spartacus, uh, I am definitely not Javid Denkins. <laughs> or so you say. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> and I'm Alex, and I'm definitely not... Uh, who am I not again? Uh, Javid Jenkins. Uh, 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 you could say David Jenkins. Yeah, That'd be really funny. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm definitely not Vijay Kindays. <laughs> oh, no, uh, Vijay Kindays. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. yeah, 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 yeah. I might def- be Vijay Kindays. To be fair, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, all bets are off at that point. Yeah, at yeah. that point, it could be anybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know a guy named Vijay. He's my TA. Shout out to VJ. Nice. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> with that astonishingly clear introduction, uh, listeners, today we're talking about the fictional show and fandom of Blow the Man Down, a show that uh, doesn't exist, if you know about And yet the- does. And yet does, because of course, once something is conceptualized, now it exists. Let's talk about the... C- uh, origin of copyright. Pippin. No, wait, no. We're not doing that. That's not what this episode's about. <laughs> the nature of copyright and author authorship. Um, Blow the Man Down is a, uh, a fictional TV show that is actually uh, in an alternate universe version of uh, the pirate historical rom-com Our Flag Means Death. Please see episode number whatever it is that we've done on that very thing. Earlier, that Pippin Dino. You mean the one, one you... that you guys recorded without me? Yes, the, the show we're... over. The ship was ours. <laughs> the ship was ours. Even though I was the one that watched the show first, you never finished it. Yeah, I, finished I watched it first. <laughs> I finished and later I watched on. It, and and then I wrote a lot of essays about it. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. Um, <laughs> so if you don't know, our flag means death. You could theoretically, or no, definitely, you should definitely go and listen to our episode about it because so very definitely will help you. Uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Very concise. Uh-huh. So true. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the fandom of Our Flag Means Death, um, out of the primordial ooze, uh, a uh, uh, somebody uh, who called themselves Javid Denkins, which is a play on the actual showrunner of Our Flag Means Death, David Jenkins, uh, somebody named Javid Denkins popped up and started uh, uh, creating a weird side narrative was he actually David Jenkins? Is he actually talking about season two of Our Flag Means Death? Or, as it turned out, probably, was he uh, uh, starting this whole narrative about this alternate universe show called Blow the Man Down? Our Flag Means Death has characters uh, uh, Steed Bonnet and uh, Edward Teach, otherwise known as Blackbeard. Those were historical real pirates. Blow the Man Down uh, is set approximately the same time period, maybe a year or two later. Because uh, the Golden Age of Piracy actually was It's still the Golden Age long. of Piracy. I'm just looking at the history, okay, of when people <laughs> relatively died. 
<laughs> golden age uh, of piracy was like seven years. Go on. <laughs> Real golden age there. Um, and it had, uh, uh, these characters are, uh, Olivier Levasseur, which is French that I can't pronounce. Um, and, uh, shit. What's the other guy's name? Sam Bellamy. Sam Bellamy, otherwise known as, uh, uh, Black Sam Bellamy. Um, and, uh, this is also supposed to be their love story. Um, it's also a rom-com. It's also, uh, uh, got theoretically an entire first season and a second season had yet to come. We were, so you can really see where this plays in regular Our Flag Means Death fandom. It was a lot of commentary on how fandoms get fucking weird, uh, between All seasons. the freaking time. Right? Um, and there's a lot of elements to the overall big meta story of David Dinkins and Blow the Man Down and how that blah, 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 blah. We're not focusing on that today. Today, we're focusing on the actual fake show, Blow the Man Down. And that's because I may have mentioned something on the previous, uh, uh um, on the previous episode, uh, which definitely happened in a timely manner. You all remember that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, where oh, yeah. Um, I recently had a um, a paper and presentation uh, accepted for um, uh, uh, fan studies North America. It will be coming out October fifteenth. Uh, I recommend. It sounds like there's going to be a lot of really fun things, and uh, we're going to be talking. Me and my co-authors uh, will be talking about um, how to create fake fandoms and fake shows for fandoms, um, so as to elicit. You know, that kind of fandom response that how do you make something that makes fans care when it doesn't exist? And, um, and also the fascination of watching the same beats of fandom happen mm-hmm. over and over uh, because, you know, watching real fandoms of, of real shows, watching it from a distance, you can recognize, oh, I see mm-hmm. what's happened over there. Oh, yeah. Uh, or, you know. Looking at the fandom you're currently in going like, okay, this is going to happen at this time. This is going to happen. This is what everyone's going to be real mad about. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's the fandom equivalent of game recognizes game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, in fact, it's, it's tropes. We have the same, we, we have the same tropes that show up over and over again, not just in our stories, but because we live a life that is frequently kind of narrative in action. We, we replay our same tropes because tropes are just, Things that our brains do. And strangely, brains do other things. It's pattern recognition. Absolutely. Um, And as such, history repeats. (laughs) History does repeat. If you've been in enough fandoms, you know exactly what's going to happen. See, it's like a poem. It it rhymes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just waiting for the Snape's Wives portion of Our Flag Means Death. It's What's going to happen. I, no, I married Izzy Hand <laughs> in an alternate universe <laughs> in my dreams. On a spectral plane? <laughs> and in fact, you're with all the other people who married Izzy. Anyway. Um, I just understand him better. And you all just all hang out and, you know, have <laughs> breakfast together. At Tiffany's? Yes. 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 <laughs> um, but the thing about uh, uh, Blow the Man Down is that, and, and what we do on this podcast, you guys remember what we do on this podcast? bullshit uh, it's very similar to what we do in the shadows oh, uh no not really actually have vampire sex what <laughs> that, that forget i said anything Pippin's i already forgot pippin i Pippin's always forget i never do no that's not even fucking true 
Oh, you keep your errors forever in the back of your head. I know Fuck you. Off. Ah. Fuck off. And if you don't, I'll remind you. It's fine. Hey, guys, Thank remember you. that time that Pippin made a terrible joke about what we do in the shadows? Which time? <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I know. It's just the, the, the cascade just started. Um, what we do on this show is we we have a fun time, often with, let's say, tropes. We have a whole episode, uh, a, a games episode called Wheel of Tropes. Wheel. And we use... Of tropes. (laughs) We did a really good job of making that match up, and I'm certain the editor of this show will not at all have an issue with that. Right, Brendan? (sighs) I'll just be banging my head on the desk here. Yeah. Tragedy. We all have tropes. Hey guys, what's the uh, uh, what's the most important thing in comedy? Time. Time. <laughs> fuck you! Oh, oh, you dick! Oh, timing. Yo, oh, I hate all of you. Rule so. of three. <laughs> Boom. That okay? I rescind my hate. That was beautiful. Um, so. What we're going to do is uh, uh, we're going to do a very brief uh, uh, breakdown of what is known about the show Blow the Man Down. And what's known is very little. Um, what we know comes from whatever hints were dropped by David Denkins and the fake fandom. Um, they had memes. They had like made no fucking sense. Like a bunch of rats and a, like, the like best like, memes. Like, like literally there's one that's just like a, a, a bad Photoshop of thousands of rats my and, rat king leave me alone but <laughs> like what does it have and, and like everybody else reacted to it as if somebody had been like really bitchy i'm like what does that mean uh it's just rats doing rat shit leave them alone <laughs> uh we also have Hot rat shit <laughs> and we also have and, and i'm happy to uh, uh we can link this somewhere i don't know how um uh there is a in-universe uh, fake uh, TV guide, like a paper one, which mm-hmm. and that's how you know it's a fake alternate universe. Who has TV guides anymore? Um, that has the uh, like the two sentence description of like all the episodes. Um, which, I mean, if anything, like, I think yeah. this helps explain how uh, our flag means death got a second season approved. Is that we have multiverse potential here, and blum, you blum, know. Blum. That the execs are into multiverses. (laughs) Are you talking about the Marvelization? The MCU? Is this the, is this the PCU? The pirate? Cinematic universe? Yeah, the pirate. Oh, shit. The pirate. (laughs) Movie hands in every single one of them and everyone (laughs) real mad about it. The multiverse (laughs) is big right now. Like, you can't, there's no fandom that, there's no property that, that doesn't, like introduce the multiverse in the there's like way too soon. Oh, I'm looking at you. Who oh, my adventures of Superman? Like, like I, I like <laughs> you, but I like you, but uh, uh, don't don't bring in the multiverse in season one. Actually, Pippin, oh. um, uh, and this is this is terrible. Um, oh, we should mention that there's going to be spoilers for our flag means death. Um, in here, what? Um, so, yeah, potentially, I know. Potentially for the second season, especially as well. for the second season. Um. Because a lot of what was going on with Javid Dinkins is that he was um, uh, using common tropes and things like that. And 
extrapolating from season one of Our Flag Means Death to what could be in season two, which made it really uncertain for a lot of people, including myself, whether or not David Jenkins was David Jenkins. Uh, like, not. what's what's going It. He said every single time that he, yeah. like, that, that's why we said our tag, our tag, um, like, yeah. he had a tag on every post that said, definitely not David Jenkins. Yeah. Um, like, would you call him a liar? <laughs> <laughs> People would ask questions and he'd be like, I don't know what David Jenkins would do, but here's what I would do. Um, but what's really great, and Pippin, you're going to appreciate this, is in the fanfic that eventually showed up um, called Blow the Man Down, uh, Izzy, Izzy in that fanfic is a, is a rabbit. It's a bunny rabbit. What's really great is that what we have found out in season two of Our Flag Means Death is that Blackbeard befriends a bunny. <laughs> and it's like, this is my new best friend. Um, and this is where a lot Izzy of- Izzy stands always win. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where that whole confusion of like, who the fuck is Chafed Denkins? But we're not caring about that here. We're not. Because we can't. Because that's a- one might say, rabbit hole, that we cannot go down. Also, uh, it doesn't fucking matter. It Who really cares? doesn't. It doesn't. Because literally, uh, and, and that's part of what we we're talking about here, is that anybody can can use tropes, can use commonalities to have a good fucking time. What, like it's hard? <laughs> exactly. I thought I thought you were going to say that any of us could be Chafin Tenkins, and I was going to be all like, what do you know? <laughs> to be fair, listeners, there was a big theory for a long time that Pippin was Javid Tenkins. I mean, I'm definitely not. I said so. <laughs> <laughs> and we all know that that's true. Pippin, if you're well, Javid no, Tenkins, you have to tell us. Otherwise, it's entrapment. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, a cop? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are you, a cop? <laughs> I don't have to tell you shit. <laughs> Uh, I swear, I I'm just making jokes I and japes. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, I'm too much of a shut-in to be David Denkins. And, and the rest of you, I don't trust you with a goddamn. Um, Good. <laughs> <laughs> Alex suspiciously silent in the corner. I see you. I do live production. I don't do this internet stuff. <laughs> Alex is looking weirdly... Like, we're actually looking at each other now on the on camera, so for once I can actually see how incredibly fucking suspicious all the siblings are. Brendan's just smiling off into the distance. Alex like he's used to lying on, on <laughs> Brendan's used to lying on camera because he's done zoom art before. Pippin is just always mm -hmm. constantly fucking suspicious looking. Yeah, yeah, try to look cute. I don't trust you. And then Alex is always. a a weird, like dark room with a single glowing face. <laughs> and now he's looking at me like suspiciously. The callback. <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> the levels of terrible humor that just happened. Um, oh. That was... I feel like, Alex, that was a pure demonstration of, like, just your entire vibe. So, anyway. <laughs> if, I could gonna... if I could actually mm. remember her to, like, for, like... 20, 30 minutes from now, I would have done that, but I could not. <laughs> oh, no, I think 20, 30 minutes we wouldn't have gotten it. This was perfect. Well done. Well Chef's fucking kiss. done. Chef's kiss. All right. So uh, that's, this was the brief, the brief, uh, yeah. whatever. Um, I, encu <laughs> I encourage. <laughs> I'm air quoting right now. Yeah, I know it's not. Listen, fucking ignoring for Kat, for Kat, I think this is really good. We should praise them. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, where's my praise? <laughs> was that a single clap that you can't even hear, Brendan? <laughs> it's on my mic. Praise. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> Listeners, uh, wow. Alex is slow clapping in such a way that you can't hear it. Pippin is making jazz hands, but they're the slowest, saddest ones. And now Brendan is also mocking me again <laughs> with fake guns. <laughs> And not Yeehaw. even improv guns. Oh, and you're, you're so many Sam style. This, this is improv guns. Why is that improv guns? Because there's an actual thing. The finger oh. is not the gun. You're okay. Hold, you're holding the thing. Your finger's actually using the trigger. Oh, so how's your trigger discipline on in, your fake? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm you're shooting the gun. <laughs> I'm shooting the gun. Your trigger discipline's bullshit. <laughs> no, I, hey, it's not trigger you're discipline. You're shooting indoors, actively. Brendan. <laughs> yeah, this is America, I thought. I hope you lock up your fake guns at night. You have dogs. <laughs> it's not nighttime yet. <laughs> not yet. But at this rate, Listen, maybe. I, I may be, you know, almost in central time, but you know what? I'm not that far from you guys. I the, actually I still have daylight here. The, the leading cause of improv of gunshot wounds is having improv guns in the house. So true. It's Actually, true. the leading cause of improv death is one improviser accidentally jumping off a bridge. <laughs> and then all of... Because they, they have to yes and. So they all have they to go, have, yeah. They all have oh, wait, to... Oh, God, except that's for, a tragedy. Except for, the, except for the last one, who's an improviser stepping off and, and just stepping onto a pile of bodies. That's a good part. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah. one has to subvert it and survive. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah but... uh, guys, we've got to focus. <laughs> yeah, because I, we... I have to. Con- cause I have to continue my streak of being short. <laughs> short, wi- short winded. Shut up. So, um, what we're gonna do is I'm going to uh, uh, let the listener know, and and y'all know. I know I've I've given uh, the siblings a a a brief rundown of like what we all know, including a link to. Uh, <laughs> Uh, a very excellent link, which we can also uh, link and appropriately uh, cite. Uh, uh, one of the players for the overall whatever uh, uh, put together an excellent compendium of what we know about the show based on the game and based on, on what has been revealed through literal fanfic written for this fake show. There's over 30 works <laughs> um, in, in the archive of our own. Uh it's a stunt all by fake fans that don't, except for like a couple of people who are just like, this sounds really cool. I'm also going to write for this show that doesn't exist. It's real to me. <laughs> um, uh, so I'm going to go over what we actually know. Um, and then uh, I would love it if um, we played maybe a game of Wheel of Tropes um, mm-hmm. where we can, depending on how you guys feel, based on what we hear of the of the episodes, um, either we can talk about um, the first season, although as we all know, the first season's already passed. So really, we should be talking about the second speculating. season. Speculating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to be speculating. Yeah, we got to speculate. Yeah. Because if Blow the Man Down is a uh, uh, is a reflection or is an alternate version of Our Flag Means Death, that means that the rules of within Our Flags Means Death can apply. Um, so, so this is also some Oracle of Sci-Fi stuff going oh, on. Oh, absolutely. Too. Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, our uh, uh, so if our flag means death, um, David Jenkins has specifically said that uh, he you know you could tell the story in three seasons, and he also really likes three act structures um, and and things like that. Uh, so we can assume something similar with Blow the Man Down. Although based on the TV guide, 
Our Flag Means Death is only a half-hour sitcom, and Blow the Man Down is an hour long. So they, mm. you know, uh, they have the ability to, uh, I mean, if you look at the cast and crew, they've got John Boyega, they've got uh, uh, Oscar Isaac playing our two lead characters. Okay, but Buttons is also there, so really. Shh. <laughs> uh, Buttons is a, uh, a friend of Reese Darby. <laughs> He's one of the New Zealand mafia that shows up and, you know, if you've got one New Zealand actor, you've got many, which is why Benjamin Horrigold is in, uh, uh, in this show, which is, he's a, another pirate, uh, and he's also been referenced in Our Flag Means Death and in Blow the Man Down. He is apparently played by New Zealand actor Sam Neill. Um, uh, uh, it is, a st- here we, we got, who else do we have in here? Um, Michelle Yeoh plays uh, uh, the pirate captain of the Red Flag fleet, uh, Zheng Yi Zhao, um, who is actually a historical pirate, um, about a hundred fucking years later. <laughs> but, like, why let go of a perfectly good pirate and when it's a girl, too? Like, or yeah, who cares? at least female presenting, right? I mean, yeah. historical Listen. inaccuracy for the bit is important. Yeah. It's also very our flag means death. Yes. <laughs> um, we also have uh, Tilda Swinton. Uh, playing playing uh, Goody Mariah Hallett. Uh, that was in actual history. Um, uh, uh, there's theories that she hooked up with Sam Bellamy, that they had a kid together. She was also called the Witch of Wellfleet. And are you going to let go, to, go of a perfectly good witch? Like, I mean, the dream. Right? And so if you I want to be a witch. If you have Witch of Wellfleet, you gotta have Tilda Swinton. <laughs> no um, can kill... Well, the night who's laying with the witch of the Westmoreland. <laughs> uh, we uh, we have Zipper, which is a play on the word buttons, Wait. which is a character from Our Flag Main's Death, but it's also played, according to this, by uh, Leon Buttons Kirkbeck, which is another New Zealand uh, person. Uh, not an actor. <laughs> not an actor, no. Um, but a friend of Reese Derby's. Uh, we do have a cat and a rat character, and that's where the rats come in from the meme. Uh, the rat is named Carolus, and the uh, cat is named Surus. I think that there's some, supposed to be some jokes in there, possibly French, but I don't know what they are. Benjamin Hornigold is Sam Neill. Um, uh, uh, Ole Worm is uh, played by Kahul Kohli. Uh, I'm sorry, Rahul Kohli, uh, who you may remember from um, uh, 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 House on Haunt, not, not the House on, the, the Haunting of Bly Manor and various other, um, excellent things. Uh, Stu is played by Stu Rutherford. You may remember him from What We Do in the Shadows, the guy named Stu, which is, I think, another, um, it's another New Zealand mafia <laughs> situation. Um, and then there's the Viceroy of Portugal, also known as Frankie, who's played by Pedro Pascal. <laughs> Whoa! Like, this show has crazy money, and therefore that's why they can go for an hour. Thank you, AMC, which is apparently the uh, the people who do this. <laughs> um, <laughs> Incidentally, uh, uh, the, the joke for a cat named Surus uh-huh. is that Surus is French for mouse. Is it? Yes. That's great. Oh, I love that. That is, um, that's horrifyingly dumb. <laughs> Uh, but good for them. Um, I mean, we just have to have a a dog named Shat, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right? 
Uh, except I think that if you do just chat in French, it, it technically is um, the reference to something else. Good. Da, 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 da. Hey. Um, so I'm, I'm, Double I realize that I'm a... in my podcast. <laughs> in my French. What? Um, I, I realize I'm actually going to be quoting a lot of from this, uh, from this fan collection. So let me see if I can, I'm going to, I will definitely reference who put this together. They're a Tumblr person, but they're also on Twitter. Um, thank you very much person who, whose name I will remember and we will accurately tag in the show notes. Um, but, uh, so, uh, similar to our flag means death, uh, blow the man down has, uh, 10 episodes in their first season. Uh, the first episode is called, uh, coup de fautre. It's another French phrase. Uh, this is probably because Olivier Lavasseur is French. Um, but his uh, first mistake, <laughs> but to be, but to be honest, like uh, I'm sitting here being, this is, this is the biggest difference between this and our flag means death. Cause you cannot tell me a single goddamn person on that show knows actual French. Um, <laughs> cause I think that we did have French, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, the French ship as told by black Pete in our flag means death. And they just had really thick, terrible French accents and talked about bread a lot. So <laughs> assume the whole world will know about their baguettes. <laughs> That's um, how you know they're French. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, coup, I know, refers to, like, a coup. Um, that's when you take over something. So I don't know what else. Uh, but the official, quote-unquote, official TV Guide summary is, Pirate Sam Bellany boards a ship, thinking that their arrival for the Spanish gold he seeks. Instead, makes a new friend. Um, and uh, uh, <laughs> we gather from events and scenes that have appeared in fanfic that uh, this is when Sam and Olivier meet during a battle between their ships or between ships of some kind. Uh, episode two is the buzzard and the prince. Um, this would refer to um, I, I happen to know that uh, the buzzard was one of the things that uh, one of the nicknames for Levasseur. Um, he had a lot of nicknames. He seemed to like not settle on any one. He also is super fucking talky. <laughs> I, oh, you know that he's uh, in his uh, room on the ship going like, do I want to be called this? No. <laughs> do I want to be called this? No. What about if I wear this hat? <laughs> yes. I feel like this. I feel like I'm totally a buzzard if I'm wearing this hat. Well, he's the one who's being played by John Boyega. So, um, and also presumably is the one with the French accent. Uh, uh, in real life, Levasseur was uh, my chapeau. Then, oh fuck, fuck off to the moon. Uh, in real life, Levasseur, I guess, was an uh, uh, actually rich. He came from a wealthy French thing. Uh, he trained as an architect, and then one day, very similar to Steed Bonnet, he's just like, you know what, fuck this noise, and like just decided to become a pirate, but like in a less dramatic gay way. Because <laughs> I don't think he ever married. Um, the prince is a reference to Sam Bellamy. He was uh, also called Prince of Pirates because apparently, similar to Steed Bonnet, he um, wasn't a dick to. Uh, well, no, that's that's not quite right. Similar to the our flag means death, Steed Bonnet. He there we go. There I was, was going to call you yeah. out. Uh, he wasn't a dick to his crew, um, and he also like. There's this wonderful story about. Uh, he was raiding a ship and there was a 10 year old boy on there from a wealthy family who's just like, I want to become a pirate. And they're like, no. And he's like, <clears throat> and he, I guess his parents were just like, you, he was such a brat that 
he eventually argued himself onto Sam Bellamy's ship. Like he's a known crew member who just like ran do. away. I mean- he just ran. And unfortunately, uh, we do have uh, the other cool thing about Sam Bellamy. The, only, the other thing we know um, is that uh, uh, his ship got shipwrecked off of um, uh, like Connecticut, like off off one of those areas, like Rhode Island or something. Uh, is mm. either the only or the first fully authenticated pirate ship um, that uh, if uh, people went in, they found uh, they they found it. It's the Wida Galley. Uh, it has, um, it had treasure, it had, um, and they did actually find these stockings and shoes for approximately a 10 year old kid. <laughs> so uh, yeah, everybody fucking died when it wrecked. Like everybody. Uh, uh, <laughs> presumably much the way Blackbeard had his head cut off, uh, and Steed Bonnet was hanged in our flag means death. Uh, there's an assumption in blow the man down that everybody died, except they didn't. <laughs> Maybe. Um, it's a comedy. It's a yeah, comedy. That's actually one of the weird things. It's hard to remember that it's a comedy, like based on the fanfic, because the fanfic's all like diving into the emotional core of things, because that's what fandom does. But like, if it's supposed to be our flag means death, it's supposed to be a fucking comedy. <laughs> like Listen, a dumb fandom, comedy. Fandom watches a show, and goes like, "Oh, look, funny hahas." I'm going to write this fanfic. I'm going to make them cry. <laughs> Well, it's kind of like uh, if you have the serious thing, then you bring the funny ha-has to the serious thing. Yeah. It's no, I was filling like, in Terry- gaps that yeah. don't exist in the existing media that you want to, you know, round out and fill out the universe. Make it feel more real and more whole to everyone. Well, in that way, when there's very little to work on, it actually gives you more opportunity. That too. Um, and, and that's part of what we do with Wheel of Tropes, too, is that we work with, like, what, five fucking things? Six? Uh, wait, eight things, because there's two of them, four of them. Okay. Yeah, eight things. And then we create an entire, often, what, series? We've done that, because we're idiots. Uh, series or at least a couple episodes in this context here. <laughs> so uh, let's uh, let's, uh, let's move wait, on. Wait, let me, let me yeah. sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, so yeah. the buzzard and the prince, as Sam and Olivier uh, learn more about one another, the ship's cat goes missing. Villainy is suspected. And I'm like, you're doing the cat missing episode, the second episode? Okay. Uh, although maybe that's a joke about oh, save the cat. Could be, yeah. Who knows? Could be. Save the uh, da- uh, save the cat, and then the opposite of it, kick the dog. Uh, <laughs> that's, what, that's what bad guys do. Uh, yeah, and that's how you know John Fair. Wick is a good guy. Yeah. Um, episode three is rules of engagement. Sam and Ollie sail together, acquiring a new crew member, new intel, and new scars. Ooh. If someone doesn't get engaged, what are we even doing here? <laughs> uh, episode four is... Uh, Red flags while Sam heals, and that references scars probably. Ollie steps in to assist with captain duties, confusing both crews. A new threat appears on the horizon. Wait, I changed my mind. No one gets engaged in rules of engagement, but they do talk about marriage during it. There Go you on. Are. <laughs> uh, we also know, uh, based on that, uh, based on fanfic, that the red flag fleet arrives at the end of the episode, and there's a hand squeeze between Sam and Olivier. Ooh. Mm. What is it, gay? It has to be, because it's Our Flag Means Death. Uh, Episode 5 is Come About. Because it's pirates. (laughs) (laughs) Episode Mm. 5 is Come About, which is also very funny. Uh, In light of a mistaken raid, the pressure of a doubled crew starts to wear on Sam. Um, And then we know from fanfic that there's a bathtub scene uh, where Olivier forces Sam to do some self-care by taking a nice, relaxing bath. They do some bonding and establish that they are co-captains and will take care of each other. Um, yeah, you'll notice that none of that is explicitly funny, and yet this is a comedy. 
where is the fucking funny? Brendan, I'm going to need your help on this. Clearly, we have to find the funny in this. Uh, also, that bit's pretty much a- like almost entirely from our flag mean stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what? There's a bathtub scene where they <laughs> they comfort each other? You shock me. Um, episode six is at the point of a quill. Uh, while the crew's shore leave is complicated by old worms' experiments, messages are sent, received, and promised. Uh, Pen is mightier, so quills. Yeah. <laughs> but we also know that old worm is apparent, according to the uh, uh, character stuff that we've received elsewhere, old worm uh, uh, is... Uh, has been referred to, apparently, at least in somebody's fake fan's Twitter account, as the bisexual disaster alchemist. So I feel like there's a lot of really good opportunity for what exactly were the experiments. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, uh, And how did the shore leaf get fucked up? I'm going to tell you right now that I have banned from Argo stuck in my head. Um, I was I was going to say, how, how did we get banned from Marco? <laughs> right. uh, episode 7, A Tall Ship and a Star to Steer Her By, uh, which is a line of poetry. Uh, Captaining separate ships again, Sam and Ollie battle both the Red Flag Fleet and the oncoming storm, either of which may drive them apart forever. What's the doctor doing here? <laughs> um, the, the, the doctor's often referred to as the oncoming storm. Go on. <laughs> thank you, Pippin. It's, is this the crossover episode? <laughs> In season one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, according to the fandom, uh, uh, or as, as has been picked out by the fanfic, uh, they sailed into a storm to escape the Red Flag fleet, which was chasing them after Sam took down a scout ship. Olivier gave Sam a coded message. Sam appeared to drown. <gasps> Olivier went to Africa. Like what? As one does. Yeah. Um, uh, so this would be theoretically the, the, the matchup to history with the uh, sinking of the Wida Galley. Uh, episode eight is The Widow and the Widower. Uh, while Sam slowly recovers on shore with the help of a mysterious stranger, uh, Ollie tries to forget his losses by chasing down an impossible treasure ship. Um, and from fandom, we know that Sam washed up on Cape Cod with amnesia. Amnesia plot, everybody. And was Woo! aided by Goody Hallett, otherwise known as the Witch of Wellfleet. Um, chapter nine, I'm sorry, chapter, episode nine is The Goat. Revelations all around as Sam and Mariah... Uh, that's which wealthy decode Ollie's letter and Ollie and his new crewmate, the Viceroy of Portugal, who's played by Pedro Pascal, which is hot, hot. <laughs> commit a heist at a masquerade ball. I'm sorry. Mm. I love masquerade balls and I love heists. So there's so much happening, but it is, you'll notice episode nine out of 10. What do we know about nine out of 10? What's happening right there? The drama bomb. Drama bombs dun, and probably dun, dun. terrible, <laughs> probably terrible things. And then finally, well, episode... not as much as the cliffhanger is going to happen at the end of episode 10, of course. That's so true. So episode 10, mm. we have um, crossed paths. And un- an uncertain future looms as Ollie and Frankie, that's the voice, right? Await trial at the hands of the French Navy. Uh-oh. And Sam relies on his old captain, Benjamin Hornigle, to help him get indistinguishable. Ollie. <laughs> Unfortunately, the TV guide breaks off. So you cannot read that part. Um, We know from fandom that Olivier was held captive by the French Navy. Sam is facing off against Benjamin Hornigold, which is a different vibe from how the the caption is. Um, And then there's a couple of fan things that we know that we don't know where it goes in what episode. We know that uh, there was a drilled coin given to Sam by Olivier, um, which is also actually exists from the Wida Galley in the real world. Um, It's just a thing that, like, uh, I guess people would do. Um, You take coins and you 
drill them so that they mm-hmm. looked not like Spanish gold, but ra- like with a cross on it, but rather like a, uh, a, a skull and crossbone pirate thing. It's like, mm, aw, nerds. early memes. Fucking nerds. <laughs> but apparently a drilled coin. And uh, in the fandom, it is implied that this is like a love language token type thing. Because there's a lot of jokes about like, she can give me her coin anytime. Things like that. <laughs> Um, and then apparently another thing is that uh, Sam recovers his memory and decodes the note, but not necessarily in that order. That is technically uh, all we know. We know the actors for most of these things. We know some of the crew, and that's the plot of season one. Um, okay. I I just want to take a moment to appreciate the indistinguishable part of the TV guide mm-hmm. for the important words. <laughs> uh, because it, it reminds me... Of this moment in, and I apologize for everybody for what I'm about to talk about, because uh, it's only relevant to probably me. Uh, but in the manga X1999. Oh, wow. It's really, okay. <laughs> Memory uh, I, I thought you were going to do some D&D bullshit. Okay. No, no. Um, uh, at the point when the star-crossed lovers, uh, Subaru and uh, Seishiro, um, have their final confrontation, uh, because they're in love, probably, uh, oh, but also ancient ancestral enemies, uh, and fated to try to kill each other, as one does. It's a whole fucking thing. I love it so much. <laughs> um, uh, Subaru eventually, uh, kills Seishiro, um, in a way that was actually suicide on Seishiro's part. It's a whole fucking whole thing. thing. Okay. Oh, I remember um, the last words. <laughs> uh, what, uh, is said what what we we the reader see is um uh in japanese was just i you and then it fades out mm-hmm. uh because in japanese you put the the nouns yeah, first yeah. um so we never find out what the verb is oh shit uh so no. we don't know if he said i love you which would have been the first time he ever said it or acknowledged <gasps> his feelings oh, uh, no. or i or i hate you or just I see you acknowledging him as a person at all. Because that was also a whole other thing. Because he, because in their previous series, he told Took him that it's like, oh, you're just an object to me. <gasps> uh, and then broke his arm to prove that he could. It, oh my- a whole Oh, yeah, that's definitely loving. I'm loving the love that I'm feeling. For- yeah. But on the- uh, I am also in fandom. I understand. Magical yeah. assassin shit. It's, uh. <laughs> like, it killed his sister levels of love. Yeah. Whew. Again, wasn't wasn't the dude's mom like buried under a cherry tree too? And is oh, I know about the cherry tree thing. Yeah, Yeah. his mother was also an assassin, and she killed her in order to get the assassin mantle. Of course, Uh, and he puts trees, uh, bodies under the cherry tree, and that's how that's how they turn pink. Yeah, I remember that from a convention. That's like the one thing I saw, and I'm like, oh, maybe I actually like anime. And then I continued watching. I'm like, no, I don't. Never mind. Um, No, next next time. You're trapped with a cat. I will tell you the whole fucking story about them. You don't get out of it. I gotta tell you, this makes it really clear why you're in Izzy Stan. So. <laughs> uh, anyway. Also, anyway. But also, also, it's also still very problematic, even after all of the, what well, I was just uh, 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 talked about. Oh, yeah. there. It's a terrible thing. I don't approve, but it's fascinating from a narrative perspective. But okay. yeah, just the, 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 yeah. the missing information that could change the meaning of a thing and the audience not knowing what it is. It's the very cool the t- storytelling. The text yeah. between the text. 
there's actually a paper that I want to read that I, I saw when I was doing research for my uh, uh, for one of my classes right now. That's a uh, glitch as a way a uh, glitch as communication, mm-hmm. um, which is just how wh- how errors can also uh, be part of the overall communication. Whatever. Point Rocket is, Rocket Ralph. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking in terms of like this, you know, what appears to be a like a uh, just a poorly taken photo, and in fact, it actually adds to the um, uh, uh, whatever. Point is, anyway, um, I also know that there's another, um, uh, this isn't in the summary, but, uh, there's a, a final part to the, th- there's a David Dinkins interview, um, in the style of like a GQ article. And in that, we know that, um, at the end of the series, they are still separated. They're trying to get to each other. That is at the end of season one. So everybody, season two. Let's play a little game of Wheel of Tropes. Yeah, but, uh, I, I, but I the feel sped up truncated. Yeah, I was gonna say the sped up trun- uh, uh, Wheel of Tropes. My God! <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Say we all pick a troop and just say how does this fit into the second season? I agree. Uh, let's just all pick something. If we go quick, uh, then we go quick. That's fine. But we can maybe do a second round if we uh, are quick. Because well, here's the, the thing: the feels are there. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what we'll see where we get. Because uh, here's the thing. I found a piratey plot generator. <laughs> <gasps> oh, shit. Wait, piratey or parody? Piratey. <gasps> oh, really? God fucking damn it. shit. Fuck. Oh, okay. You're going to have to drop the link to that because we are putting it in the goddamn show notes. That's beautiful. I'm actually going to use Wheel of Tropes for once and not pull my bullshit. So I, I'm, I'm the one Wheel with the bullshit. I like how you're... Oh man, you're taking over my my bullshit mantle. I, I don't want to deal with it from two fronts. Wait, I do. Have I'm the bullshit spin, king. What's spin the wheel? Tro- Holy shit! Spin the wheel, random picker. It's a trope picker. Yeah, uh, keep in mind, and if if you have to, one well, one of you will have to wait a minute <laughs> before yeah, hitting. Oh yeah, because yeah. remember last time? <laughs> oh yeah, the chaos. <laughs> Whoops. Oh my god, that was awful. Alright, um, I have Amazing. clicked something. Holy shit, I love it. Alright, um... Who wants to go we... first? I kind of want your pirate one, just because I, I, Fair I feel enough. like that's... I think that's the right vibe. Alright. So the random thing it gave me... One evening, a carpenter has a sudden notion and dresses up in the governor's daughter's wardrobe. A scarf and a pair of earrings. Don't okay. know how that's piratey necessarily, but you know what? We have oh. a governor. We have the wardrobe. Holy shit. I think there's some... There's th- cross-dressing. Ha- yeah, this ha- has like classic, mm-hmm. almost farce elements to it. So this is, oh. a, this is a lighter episode. Well, technically, they're all supposed to be yeah, light yeah, episodes. Yeah, true. <laughs> this is a sitcom. What? Just because, <laughs> <laughs> just because fandom has made it weird, as fandom does. Fandom does always not... makes things weird. I know. Um, holy Love you, the shit. fans, but I know. holy crap. <laughs> uh, so, my immediate thought, mm-hmm. um, and it doesn't fit in with all of it, but is um, crossing the line ceremonies. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Like, uh, a, like Order of Neptune yeah, kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you go across the equator uh, and uh, you cross-dress, as one does. As one does. And you have a party and, and and stuff like that. Lots of booze usually. 
probably yeah, some actually, you know, a second issues one. of consent. <laughs> there's a second one you get when you cross uh, it's either the Prime Meridian or the International Dateline or both probably and I knowing think sailors. One, I think there's another one where if you uh, uh, circle like the Cape of Good Hope and stuff like that. Uh, like the, the the difficult shit. And when you do all the seven seas, I know there's one for that. Basically, life on ship is bored, so you'll take any excuse. It's like Tumblr, where every party. day is a different holiday. Yep. Today was happy no, so, happy no parking Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> to all who celebrate. So this, you know, getting into the governor's daughter's wardrobe and stuff like that, this sounds like that kind of party. It uh, does, but also, remember that, uh, uh, so far as we know... Um, our characters are separated at the end of season one. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Ollie and Frankie await trial at the hands of the French Navy. They're going to have to get rescued from the French Navy. Are we talking about cross-dressing and a rescue plot? I mean, maybe. Are we? Well, pre- I'm seeing is Pedro Pascal in a dress, and I love it. <laughs> I think he'd be down for it. He, yeah. I mean, this really depends... Is as his character is a viceroy, does he or does he not have a cute little mustache? And then if he does, does he keep it <laughs> as part of the cross dressing? So is this secretly Mulan? Is what I'm getting at. Let's get down. Well, to if this. he has a fan, he doesn't need to shave it off. And therein can lie some hijinks. Oh, always keeping the fan. Because it's a comedy. Up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's yeah. where the pair of earrings comes in because he has really fancy earrings on. Yes. It's like, no one's going to look and see my mustache. I'm going to be looking at the earrings. <laughs> and they go with my dress. <laughs> and there's like a whole thing. I think he finds that... like a really fancy and like frilly looking cape too. And it's like, look. <gasps> <gasps> Can that yeah. cape be like what he wears like the rest of the show? <laughs> I'm oh. all for the cape. Oh, yeah. Right? Because if he's the Viceroy of Portugal, like presumably if, and he's joined Ollie's crew by the end of season one. Although like when he shows up, it's actually kind of interesting because it looks like he only shows up. Um, it might be related to that because in episode eight, he has the impossible treasure ship that they're going after. And after the impossible treasure ship is when we get, uh, uh, the Viceroy has joined their crew. So he's only joined the crew in episode nine. You Wait, know, what? He, uh, oh. I was going to say he doesn't keep the cape the entire season because he gives it to his, uh, romantic interest partway through and the romantic interest wears it the rest of the time. I, I will say and then when they this, have a fight uh, and he's not wearing it. If oh the God. Prime Meridian party doesn't happen, or or a uh, or a uh, uh, Equator party doesn't happen, you know, Viceroy Portugal, maybe he's never crossed the uh, the Equator. Oh, I do like that because technically, unlike our flag means death, where one of our pirates is a brand new pirate, so he's our character. Like he he's our our audience surrogate. Our, exactly, our audience surrogate. Um, both Sam Bellamy and Olivier Levasseur are, are well-known pirates, um, and are like, whatever. The, uh, uh, there's a theme apparently about fame and like what it means or whatever. If you like look at the big interview, uh, I don't care. But, <laughs> um, if we need like an audience, <laughs> what? I like that interview. <laughs> well, so do I, but that's not the point. Um, but yeah, if we need an audience stand-in for like some bullshit, uh, like the Viceroy would be a pretty good audience stand-in, including the, Mer- I do like the idea of the Meridian thing. I think it has to happen after we've got our crews back together again. Yeah, later um, in the season. Yeah. Or season so, three. Wow. Uh, it could be the end of, towards the end of season two, where the turn is for that season. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A happy yeah, yeah. turn. Oh, with maybe an also- ominous, uh, foreboding thing. It's well, because like, you gotta yeah. think of a second season, like, if you're leading into the well, third. Okay, okay. Ooh, yeah, yeah. 
mm-hmm. the arc for the season, of course. You have yeah. like the downer beginning, and then we get everybody reunited. So we have an mm-hmm. high okay. season or episode 10, final episode of the season. Big old party. We just crossed mm-hmm. the equator. Get Maybe a potential put a wedding. Maybe a potential wedding, but also like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Pedro Pascal, you cross the equator. Yeah. Here you go. You get to wear the crown, and we also get to haze you because, hey, that's how mm-hmm. life is. Mm-hmm. And then while we have the party here, yeah. cut to over here. Ooh. Where the looming threat for season three is coming up, and it's Hell like yeah. a threat to the Republic of Pirates or who, whatever. Yeah. Well, because it's their lifestyle. Because if you start with the beginning, uh, the season one of uh, get these two crazy kids together, uh, and we do have a uh, uh, sort of the individual breakup. Like, what can happen to a ship? A ship can get wrecked. What can happen to a pirate? They can get arrested. Season two, if we have um, fixing all that. Like, how do we deal with, you know, and maybe the introduction of the greater world of their community so that you can put the community in danger yeah. at the end, which means that season three is about not the individual, not like what can happen on a small scale, but what can happen on a large scale. Yeah, because well, like, eventually the golden age of piracy has to end. It does. Like most no. of those fuckers died and they died quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Like in real life, Blackbeard was only active for like 18 months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which is why it's so hilarious that like Steve Bont was there for most of it. Um, except when they broke up. <laughs> and then well, after they like, broke up, they died like a month about, like a month later away yeah. from each other. Well, because like, again, we got the story of the personal for the first yeah. arc. And then mm-hmm. you kind of resolve that in the second arc. And then it's like, what happens when society starts weighing in against you? Mm-hmm. Then you have, in the comedy sense, oh, we do hijinks to like yeah. fake our own deaths or yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Uh, man versus man and then man versus society. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you want to go like straight up. Yeah. It's either man versus society or man versus world, you know, <laughs> or your I mean, nature. You could actually, I mean, actually, you could, if we do man versus man and the well, is man versus man what we're doing in the beginning, or is it man versus that, self more than one, anything yeah, else? Yeah, that one's more. I'm, I'm, I, look at this brush. Look how broad it is. <laughs> I mean, if we wanted to throw in a, a quick little man versus nature thing, we could have a hurricane episode. Well, technically, that's what the big storm is. That's the one yeah, that wrecks yeah, the yeah. wider galley. <laughs> um, that's what initially separates them. Like at that at that point, that allows for one of them to end that's up. True like with the witch and one and and benjamin hornigold who is either his friend or his foe depending on if you trust they part, fuck either way <laughs> depending on if you trust on part of a tv guide or if you trust fandom which lies because you know? <laughs> the tv guide is accurate too right like because they're only giving you enough to let you know like to make you want to watch maybe yeah like maybe I mean, uh, how often have we read uh, descriptions of stuff on this podcast uh, and gone like, but wait, that's not what happened. That's not what happened. Um, I So I do like, but I, I, and Brendan, when you were talking about like the, the second season where you start with um, a low point, then you sort of bring, that actually goes well with the, if if we can assume that, <laughs> that Sam is still dealing with amnesia, um, uh, uh, we don't know to what extent. But maybe, uh, like, yeah, we got these crazy kids back together, but are they the same people? Which is... I, <laughs> it, it, it reminds me that amnesia plots are also a popular fanfic trope. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, to be fair, Our Flag Means Death is full of a lot of popular fanfic tropes. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the post on Tumblr about how uh, people get mad at Our Flag Means Death? It's because it, uh, Slash Shipper got a budget. Yeah. A Slash mm. Shipper who writes RPF got a budget. Um, yeah. But, anyway. and, and is like not even lying about it. So, anyway, uh, we, we me, should. Yeah, let yeah. me, can I get, uh, so yeah, I have, we I have on. one. Yeah. Oh, I agree. So I have one, which I think is definitely another plot. It's, it's definitely another episode, which is Anachronistic Orphanage. Huh. Yeah. Oh, we're bringing, you know, uh, the talk of kids and that stuff, you know, like, do we want to do? If there's a 10 year old on that ship. Historically, yeah. there's a 10 year old on that ship. And yeah. there has been a, a, there is, we don't know who played him, but there was apparently a Johnny referenced, uh, who was a creepy kid and was potentially John King, the child pirate, or John Julian, one of the two survivors of the White Galley. Um, but John King was the name of that 10 year old. <laughs> uh, uh, so let's say, like, if we're going to play anachronistic games, and why wouldn't we? Uh, because whatever. We get we'll- anachronistic prizes. <laughs> Uh, like, what if there was an episode where, uh, where basically it's the story of John King coming on board and there's an orphanage involved? And what if it's like a pirate orphanage? What if there's another ship that's just filled with the kids? Like, it's, I, I love oh, that yeah, idea. It'd be one long extended Annie reference. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of like, you know, the, the old woman who lived in a shoe? Like, what if this is just some old captain who lives on a boat and it's just nothing but fucking kids there? That's uh, creepy. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, you're right. Uh, okay. It's a hook hand life for us. <laughs> for us. It's a uh, hook hand like, life you can, like, for us. For us. Like, uh, get a parrot. Unless you can, like, <laughs> like get, like, uh, what was the uh, episode of Batman where, it's, like, what was he called? The, like, Rat King? Rat Kings again. Rat- oh, it's all coming back remember. to rats. Um, His name's it's Izzy. Rats all the way down. Uh, <laughs> you know, the... He, he, I'll teach you all how to, uh, how to be, oh. he, he, uh. Oh, it's, a uh, 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 Fagin. It's, uh. <laughs> Fagin! <laughs> it's, 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 you have a bunch of children as, uh, the, the thieves. Yeah. So yeah. this is a. Th- oh, Oliver. Yeah. Uh. I think this is a solid middle of the season gag. Um. Yeah. Like, cause we're. It's different. You don't add a child early in the season. You don't put it at the end because otherwise it's plot significant. It's it's a bummer if it's on either side. Yeah, yeah. You need a smack dab in the middle. Um, uh, uh, maybe after Sam and Ollie have gotten their act together again, the viceroy's over there with his cape. Uh, and we need some solid just shenanigans. This is a shenanigan episode. Um, yep. there's kids, and I think at the end of it, they end up with the ten year old because he's a feral monster. Uh, and... I, I'd like to think that they didn't want the 10 year old kid on the ship. And then, like, oh, no. as they're sailing away, it's like, oh, we got rid And then you turn around, it's like, what? Ah! You know. <laughs> uh, well, cause you gotta have, I, I, I do think that having a stowaway is hilarious. And yeah. then you could do all sorts of fun gags with, like, the kid trying to, like, put different disguises on to show that he's definitely always, but he's a 10 year old. So he's like, <sighs> Tiny. And he tried to tell him that he's not allowed on his ship. On the ship, and he's all like, "Oh no, something's not allowed on the pirate <laughs> ship." <laughs> I mean, it's a different kind of audience stand-in as well. Mm. Um, I'd and then like could- to think that a running gag could be like everybody on the pirate ship instantly sees through the disguises, but like whenever they go on shore or whatever, like 
the foolish uh, French or whatever, like always fall for the skies and everybody's just like, the fuck? That is hilarious. <laughs> Holy shit. You- <laughs> I also love the idea that like if they ever capture anybody, like the stories later or like as they're talking to like as they're being interrogated they're like just don't send back that one guy and it turns out it's just the kid who keeps showing up and staring at them in weird ways or telling them bad jokes or trying to be scary and he is because he so does not belong uh and that would fit in nicely with the creepy aspect i fucking love that um there we go uh are you gonna say something yeah Hmm? (laughs) are you gonna say something al when just now. Just oh. now. It looked like you were. Never Here. mind then. But you know what? It's your turn. Oh, okay. I'll take my turn then. <laughs> I'm going now anyways. Uh, so as you know, Ayu, who's a tough guy, hedge fantasy land. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got Old Ruined City. Oh. <gasps> uh, Atlantis. <gasps> can, yep. Can be in a wood, in the desert, in a dry ravine, or hidden in the mountains. And, or in this case... Somewhere out in the open sea. See, it I can was... Be, oh, yeah. Oh, it can on. be an ancient engineering project or just ruins. You do... You will do quite a lot of traveling and looking for it if you want to hunt it as a quest object. Otherwise, your tool will, stu- will stumble upon it by accident. They're going to stumble okay. on it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> either way, it's, it is beset with dangers. It will be fun. Of residual magic of a, uh, of an antique and unpleasant kind, the foreman and Hamlet and will have set up traps and burger, magical burglar alarms, which are still in place after many centuries. These <laughs> will, will be these will be nastiest and most active near the tomb or temple. Some of the party will, will have to activate these, these while fighting off horrible hostile tribes, and the rest must go after the secret behind the altar. Okay. Okay. Brenda, so, you're about to say. So here's the thing. Uh, I wasn't thinking Atlantis, because that's, you know, it's Atlantis. I don't like Atlantis. Uh, whatever. I, my, my first thought that came to my head was actually uh, El Dorado, the lost city of gold. Oh, shit. That's better. Oh, shit. Fuck. Because. Lost, God damn it. Yeah. Fuck you. It, in actual pirate oh, lore, fuck. wasn't Sam Bellamy's ship full of gold? Spanish gold, actually. It's not even lore. We actually found it. Uh, yeah. And, and... Well, that uh, sorry, I was saying private lore and... Oh, yeah, yeah. I see what you're yeah. saying. Uh, Non-fiction but also, sense. fuck, that ties into literally the first episode, which is Pirate Sam Bellamy boards a ship thinking their arrival for the Spanish gold he seeks. Um, which then, if, I mean, if you look at the fucking, you know, uh, 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 just what we have in terms of the storyline, we never go back to the Spanish gold. We have a treasure ship. Um, and we have the Viceroy of Portugal. Portugal, of course, which is off Spain. Um, yes. Oh, Bre- oh, Brendan's got the fingers. Yep. So here's the, yeah, th- my fingers are making a little crown indicating I'm thinking. <clears throat> uh, so we know at some point our star-crossed lovers get back together and reunited. Mm-hmm, Where mm-hmm. better than the set piece of accidentally winding up at El Dorado? Because you know what? The gold is nice, but isn't the true gold the friends we made along the way? <laughs> I'm gonna make a oh, and and if he got the the drilled coin in the first season, yeah, that's when it comes back. Yep, it's like I always had it. Oh my god! Here's the thing, though. I'm actually gonna I'm gonna tweak it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tweak it a little bit. 
because I think that El Dorado is too big of a get for <laughs> the beginning of season two. You know what I mean? I feel like El Dorado, that is... Because if you're thinking about, in terms of the three-season arc, you're thinking about um, the world around them is falling apart, right? The world of piracy. Mm -hmm. But El Dorado is a magical location, basically. It's hidden. It is a place of, of you know, where the streets are paved with gold. It's a dream place. Um, I think that that would be a great, uh, let's say, episode seven uh, uh, reveal in season three. Uh, the arrival, the getting there, the, um, and then you get the, the defense of it. And that's how you can kind of end up, uh, and, and that gets into what Alex was talking about in terms of the, uh, uh, uh traps and things like that. Um, and so it, it might, yeah, go on. I, I, it might get mentioned in season two. Oh, absolutely. Because remember, we have to, you got to foreshadow. Yeah, um, of course, and in fact, they may be wanting to head there or like people mention like, you know, it's not like this is fucking El Dorado or whatever about the Republic of Pirates. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that could be what people like uh, uh, the greater societies, like maybe the French Navy or whatever, are also looking for. Everybody's looking because it's true. Everybody is looking for El Dorado. Um, so, you know, in terms of uh, it's also got like, a kind of a once in future king kind of vibe going on, like. You know, one's a future pirate. Yeah, like Sam and Ollie will forever be living in El Dorado until piracy needs them again. <laughs> <laughs> the mists of Avalon, the gold of El Dorado—it's all the same, you know? really. And and see, so that's how they come back, and they make sure that uh, streaming services actually put out hard copies of of materials. <laughs> They've come, yeah, right. Um, which is funny from a sort of meta perspective of the fake show. Um. That doesn't. Happen. They're never going to release uh, "Blow the Man Down" on Blu-ray. I know it. I know. Ugh, it's so disappointing. But "Blow the Man Down" did have a trailer for season two come out before our flag meets tested, <laughs> which is hilarious. Um, and we'll. I hear that, that if you're, uh, you know, uh, on the Academy board or on the Emmy board, you mm. actually get hard copy, uh, hard screener <gasps> copies. Ooh. Well, that's a, clearly a goal. Now it's, a, it's like for your considerations and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, it's yeah. standard practice, Still. but honestly, you can't copy those out. No, not without getting kicked the fuck off. So, uh, listening out here, Emmy Award people, you have a chance to be a goddamn hero, or you just send them to me, and I won't tell. <laughs> uh, she's a liar. Uh, I'm not. I would. I would. I would I lie to you? Y yes. You're not I'm, my sister. I wouldn't <laughs> lie to you. <laughs> All right, speaking of sisters, uh, Pip, what do you got for yours? Bring us home. I feel like this one is less impressive than anyone, everyone else's. Not, not with that attitude. Come on. Uh, so I went to TV Tropes. Yep. Uh, and I got Bishy Sparkle. What the fuck is that? Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's an anime. God damn it. <laughs> uh, basically, it's... It's the thing, though, the the quote at the top is from Twilight. <laughs> oh, Christ. Okay. It's the idea of, you know, when the, the, the hot person uh -huh. is there, uh -huh. and there's the sparkles all around them. So, Pippin, here's the thing. You have not brought us plot. You've brought it back to fucking gay fandom again. Whoa! <laughs> As I always will. 
Because what is it about Blow the Man Down that has made it a fan favorite, <laughs> that has made it a, uh, 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 what it is, is the fact that there is another gay love story in there. Uh, that uh, the fans are ignoring the humor, that they're ignoring the plot in favor of let's talk about our feelings in a bathtub again. Let's share the drilled coin. Let's, let's hold hands as the, sh- as the red flag fleet shows up. Maybe our you ship know, will go down, but we'll go down kissing. <laughs> I'm just saying, you mm-hmm. know, we have, you know, our disaster alchemist. They're going to be able to make sparkles and stuff like that. <gasps> like an actual oh my thing. God. Sparkle, sparkle, oh, sparkle. Yes. <gasps> wait, 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 wait. Doesn't Al- Pedro Pascal need a love interest for the party at the end? That's true. Sparkle, I, sparkle, sparkle. When I saw that, I did think, like, oh, obviously Pedro Pascal is going to sparkle. He's Pedro Pascal. But wait, wait, um, you said disaster. Also, yeah. also, wait, wait, wait. Actually, I said that. I said that. Um, but I feel like we have not paid enough attention to the fact that Sam Bellany is played by Oscar Isaac. True. Listen, there's hot people all the way down. Basically, okay, here's what happens. Uh, in another funny episode, Ooh. Um, uh, Glitter gets invented. Oh my goodness. Yes. And then I, there can be the running joke and, of and Glitter then, never getting out from the boards <laughs> of the ship ever. <laughs> uh, glitter gets inve- uh, invented and immediately afterwards, Glitter Bombs get invented. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's a one-two thing. <laughs> I love that. Um, and it becomes a key part of like every fucking... You can... Oh, and people get like... Wait, you're a spy from that ship. How can you tell? Because you're covered in glitter. <laughs> well, at first it's a funny... Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, first it's an arts and crafts thing. Yeah. Uh, then it's annoying because it's in yeah. everything. And then people start throwing it at all the hot people. Okay, yeah. Uh, and then people start getting their heart uh, hurt. Uh, oh my god. Uh, feelings hurt because they're not getting thrown glitter oh, at them. So- Are they not hot? Uh-huh. Um, Brendan's breaking and- in the background. <laughs> and <laughs> then by the end of the season in the final confrontation uh-huh. then it actually gets weaponized that's nice. exactly what i was thinking pip because mm-hmm, i'm mm-hmm. just thinking you know how we had the foreboding uh foreboding uh lead in season three yeah yeah yeah. just yeah, imagine yeah. you know as a part of an earlier gag in earlier seasons, you you have one of the characters going like oh i'm gonna try and do this by mail and it starts stealing up letters and then we cut to again the foreboding incident you know we have like the the leader, the commandant of the British Royal Fleet or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, kind of eyeing a letter. It's like, opens it up, face full of glitter, <laughs> anger. Well, I was even thinking um, the one of the things about uh, uh, queer culture mm-hmm. um, is having the things that we fucking enjoy mm-hmm. um, and doing it for us because we fucking like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then people being mean and cruel or whatever about it. And then us doing it uh, more. <laughs> <laughs> I will um, fucking increase the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but also doing it, oh, you do not like this thing, then I'm going to make it your fucking problem. So uh, enemy ships, you know, going, what the fuck is all with this mm-hmm. bit or whatever. Uh, and then someone in, in a, like, on ship battle or whatever, taking it and throwing it in their eyes. <laughs> Actually, can I can I throw in a depressing thing? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, because listen, also part of queer culture. Listen, listen. Um, the fun thing about three act structures is that you have uh, reflections and callbacks, ah, Alex, uh, and so on. Right. So if we have our characters separating uh, against their will, 
um, in the in the first season. Uh, and then we have them getting back together and they're happy. But you know what? Happy people don't make good plots. Happy people don't murder. They don't. Um, so I do think that it would be really good if there was some kind of fight or argument, possibly related to El Dorado, possibly related to the Viceroy. Ooh. Because he did show up and was friends with Ollie first. I'm just saying. Uh, you know, while Sam was busy having amnesia with Ooh. the Witch of Wellfleet. Like so there's like a lot happening here. Um, so what if uh, they, what if Sam and Ollie got into a fight in season three? Um, and they separated again. Uh, and, you know, we all know that it's a, uh, what's it called? A, 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 you know, miscommunication or whatever. Feelings, they need to talk about them. One of them receives a letter from the other, which is a callback to the coded letter, which had the love message, right? Uh, but they were there for the glitter invention. They know how it's been used. So what if one of them carefully opens just a corner and tips it out just in case, and a thin stream of glitter comes out. Hmm. Because because they knew they were hoping it wouldn't be in there. This declaration of war, <laughs> this glitter declaration. Um, but just because they're smart, because these are smart pirates theoretically. Um, theoretically, they you know he he t- and then like what a betrayal, but also what a way to like have a really good shot. Of, mm, you know, glitter. so it's not, it's not the, the, the funniness of an explosion in the face. It is the, the, the horror. And it's also like a, a callback to like maybe time. So it's like time running through, running out. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, and then there's like a small puddle, you know, like things like that. You could, like, you can do some fun illusions with that. Um, I genuinely, Pippin, did think that you were, when Brendan brought up the alchemist, when you brought up glitter, I genuinely thought that you were going to talk, start talking about sex pollen. To make a like a humorous episode. That's a different episode entirely. <laughs> that would be funny for the band from Argo episode. Um, yeah. But because uh, it all comes back to Star Trek eventually, baby. Eventually. Uh, so I do. Sure, like... leave and grog, man. <laughs> so, so in terms of of storyline, um, based on what we've all discussed, it sounds like Brennan season two. Uh, we're coming back together. The Vice Ray uh, uh, becomes more part of the crew as we. Uh, 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 become, go through the season yeah. as we go through the season and as a, he becomes more of a character insert for us uh, we have the kid great humor uh, we start with the low end which is where there's still like feelings but they're getting back together but we have the high because it's a comedy hijinks but it's also the middle of a, of a, of a three act uh, uh, overall story at the end we get into uh, what do we decide was happening at the end of that one season two well, there's the, uh, it's the party as they cross the equator mm-hmm. because they want to, you know, do that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, also, because there's a good excuse because he is the viceroy of Portugal. Brazil is a Portuguese colony. It is. Fuck. Yeah. Nice. 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 Uh, so it has cover right. to go down there. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. Uh, right, but and the then there's is... the the mm-hmm. foreboding yep. uh, cut to the looming threat that is going to bring down the age of piracy. And references to the the original gold issue, uh, yeah. like season, like episode one, so that we can remind the audience that this is still going on. Um, and that brings us into season three, uh, where um, I think I think that one we start at a high still. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that one we started ahead because we want to head low. towards it. Whoa. Yeah. Super low at the middle mm-hmm. of the season or towards yeah. actually the two thirds of the season. And then like the two. last episode or two is like a resolution where they kind of do hijinks to yeah. get out of that trouble. It, it still has to have a happy ending at mm-hmm. the end because this is a happy romantic end. comedy. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, if we wanted to have some acknowledgement of reality, like they mm-hmm. take their own deaths and retire. Oh, yeah. In El Dorado. Uh, In El Dorado. Yes. Uh, but I, uh, uh, Actually, the third season is a really good place for actually a couple of, of lumps. Yeah. Um, so you have the, it starts at a high, but there's already some, like, Threats. like the way you have with Hamlet, where, um, you know, it's something rotten in the state of Denmark. It seems good, but and there's Hamlet's shit going all around you, you know? Uh, because yeah. there's shit going on around you, it actually flavors even the good times that you're having. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's and like it, our it's, characters are in trouble. <laughs> Yeah, and the fact that maybe they don't realize it actually makes it worse. <laughs> um, Ooh, yeah. Whoa. That dramatic, dramatic irony. Yeah. Uh, so the third <laughs> season is when we're getting the glitter invention. We can actually get the glitter invention either in episode one or two, to be honest. Yeah. Um, because if that's yeah. a, because con- if that ends up being a thematic thing, because if, you know, like what is glitter? It is, you know, it's a queer love persevering. <laughs> Uh, wow. the ship, oh, ship of Theseus references. I see how it is. Um, oh my god, we have a ship of Theseus while we're at it. Um, wait, what's the, uh, wait, 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 sidebar yeah. here. Quick, quick game here. What is the WandaVision equivalent in this alternate oh. universe? Oh, oh, like from the TV guide? Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Oh, shit. WandaVision. Just because you said ship of Theseus. Yeah. It, it's something sight. It's oh yeah something site um uh, fish site Carol site what <laughs> I said fish uh, site no, cat fuck off uh, <laughs> a fish called uh, Wanda come on now yeah, yeah. I know that's why I'm saying fuck off <laughs> fish site okay uh, baton you. site I was gonna say Carol site just as another woman's name uh, oh baton like wand <laughs> oh you could do witch site because that's true Scarlet true. Witch um witch site yeah that works Wanda Vision cute. Uh, anyway, there, there we go. Which there site? Go. Which <laughs> and also, it okay. also sounds like a kind of cool show, to be honest. Like no, which yeah. site? That's half the uh, point. Yeah. But right. also, uh, you can you can actually do a legit ship of Theseus yeah. metaphor with someone with mm-hmm. amnesia. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. Because yeah. you're rebuilding and what's what's the real and what's the original. If, it, if you're using all the... If you're giving them the same memories they always uh, already had, mm-hmm. but they don't remember... remember actually they remember hearing it but not actually doing it what is oh you know actually that'd be really fascinating if season two like the like the amnesia is quote-unquote fixed but and it becomes like a just a, a humor like a, a callback like a just a joke right um so it lures the audience into a fake or a a, a uh uh into believing like oh yeah we're in this kind of story and then season three brings it back to actually this is fucking serious like he's missing some stuff um, and what he has, maybe he can't, maybe he heard from someone else. And what if you can no longer trust the person you heard it from? Well, kid, what if you can no longer or trust the person you used to be? <gasps> mm. oh. And uh, on oh, that. Oh, shit. And on Whoa. that note, uh, <laughs> let, shall we start <laughs> we wrapping should, up? We should, yeah. yeah, we should start wrapping up because, um, I'm concerning if I want to order crepes for dinner like an adult. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want, oh, I want some. I, I do need to order something. Actually, Pip, we have a really good crepe place here in Pittsburgh at the... Fuck off. I have an okay crepe place. We have, I, have a crepe, I have a good crepe place here in Boston. Uh, 
Wait a second. Listen, <laughs> or Justin, we are all like a respective hour away from each other, depending on how you want to spend <laughs> money. <laughs> so what I'm getting from that is that you all could order me crepes. And well, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, nah, nah, nah. every crepe for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, all right. So this is actually super exciting. I would not mind revisiting the land of Blow the Man Down just because, uh, I mean, unfortunately, like, it doesn't exist. So theoretically, we could write it. Well, ah. the- which is always, which is always my horror story where I'm like, that's, that's my villain origin story <laughs> where I'm like, I could write this. I've heard this song before. <laughs> and the grand multiverse. Or mm. fairy. We already did. Yeah, it, it already did. It does exist. It does exist. I mean, technically, nah. if you read that interview, there is a multiverse. It in, the, in the expansive multiverse, one of us, at least one of us, <laughs> is Javid Tink. No, we established at the beginning. None of us. In this universe, what about all the other cats? <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I would love to visit, because to be honest, we've been talking forever, but I am suddenly like deeply interested in this whole like third season amnesia, th- ship, ship of Theseus and glitter situation. And I'm sad we can't keep going. Um, <laughs> oh, fandom has a whole thing called glitter theory. What? Wait, that, fa- oh, that, <laughs> fandom. the fake fandom. Yeah. Holy in shit. In the fake fandom of, of the second season. Yeah. There's going to be, a, or in the third, wherever it pops up, yeah, there's yeah, going to yeah. be a whole glitter theory. Oh thing. my god, there's going to be people who are screen capping individual shots to see whether or not there's glitter on somebody's like collar or something like that. And then there's going to be arguments being like, the costumers are allowed to use sequins, guys. <laughs> uh, and then when it actually turns out to be a thing, no one's actually going to be happy about it. Oh yeah. Because some people are going to be mad that it actually got happened and was validated, but the people who believed in it are going to be mad at how it happened. That's of just, course, because d- it- that's just dust on the lens, okay? and meanwhile david denkins in the corner is just like it's glitter if you believe it is like (laughs) shit like that all right all right is there anything else really it's the glitter in our hearts oh my god it's love persevering i told you Uh, (laughs) just like glitter does no matter how often you try to wipe it away out damn spots who'd have thought the old man had so much glitter in him (laughs) <laughs> oh. and that's how benjamin hornigold gets brought back <laughs> fuck um it's it, y'all is there anything else nah we need to play, we don't think we need to play a game this whole thing this is the whole thing has been a game um as mentioned i i will be presenting um uh with uh, a couple other people um who who were also part of the blow the man down um uh, uh fandom as it were uh at uh fan studies north america we'll put a link in um, and beyond that, I, I, I'm teaching again this fall, uh, but I believe the classes are again full. I am not teaching this spring um, because dun, I'm trying dun, to do something dun. where I concentrate on, like, learning stuff and maybe improving. Wow. I know. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, Brent, what do you got? Oh, you should, oh, yeah. t- well, you should tell the listeners the good news. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah so I'm, yeah. I'm doing uh, improv here in Pittsburgh. Uh I'm part of the uh, the team Select Start, which we just got the uh, Pittsburgh City Papers 2023 Reader Poll Comedian Act of the Year. What? what? Congratulations! Right. The highest. You're really good at this. The highest, the highest of, of honors. honors. <laughs> Listen, Within people that click subcategory. <laughs> people click the button on a subcategory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm turning down offers left and left. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Listen, uh, nothing is left on the counter here it's <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Uh, but do you have shows coming up? And are any of them available uh, at the end online? of every month? Uh, not currently. We are kind of trying to figure out some of the logistics mm-hmm. of that still. Uh, because hey, small theaters, uh, money. Yeah. <laughs> what? Which of what? Your, which of your teammates do you think is the most likely to get 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 on SNL? Ooh. Oh, I thought you were going to be like, which of my teammates is most likely to be David Dink? <laughs> <gasps> oh, the answer is any one of them. Done. <laughs> Listen, you need to ask them who... Pittsburgh, you could still be David Dinkins. We don't fucking know. You need to find out which one of them has a Tumblr or has ever heard of Tumblr. And then it just has there to cascade go. from there. It's, it's confirmed. I thought it was all on Twitter. <laughs> no. It's everywhere. There's so well, much more, so... Pippin. Anyway. Also, there is no Twitter anymore. Uh, no, I've heard a really good one is shitter because shitter. the sound oh, of yeah. X oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, in uh, some she. languages is a sh sound. So I think that's hilarious. Shitter, yeah, yeah, shitter, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So good. Anyway, uh, so Brent, you've got that monthly show. Yeah, a m- monthly show uh, and uh, last Friday of every month. So yeah, you can come on down and see us be all goofy and stuff. It's great. Ooh. Readers of Pittsburgh can't be wrong. <laughs> Watch Brendan yes and with people who aren't like blood relations. Yeah. <laughs> who, who know how to do follow through and, and <laughs> who actually know how to do yes and <laughs> know how to share a stage and properly. And also, mm-hmm. also, they know. They know? The prestige. <laughs> <laughs> That's an entirely different thing. That's a different podcast, honestly, episode. <laughs> well, we should do that. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay, uh, so on that note, guys, are we ready to take it Wait, out? Wait, what about what me and Alex? Do you want to know what we're doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Nothing. What are you doing? Sure. Just being, just being awesome. <laughs> That's right. You, you guys never do anything. I just want to feel included. Mm. Hey, Alex, have you finished writing any of our Space Ace books? Have you started any of our Space Ace books? I mean... Where's my fault? I know he has. There's a notebook. There's a oh. notebook. There's, there's a, a notebook. notebook. There we go. Yeah. Yep. And Pippin, how's uh, my best frenemy or prestidigitation or any of the books that people have asked you for? Is there a notebook? <laughs> Is there even There's a no notebook? notebook? Oh, no. I don't no. want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right. All right. All right. All right. So. Okay. All right. On Take us out. Note. As always, if you have an idea or prompt to submit, you can head on over to nostoryissacred.com slash submission. You can follow us online at various uh, social media handles. Definitely not Twitter anymore because apparently we'll change that part of the script. <laughs> yeah, eventually, but you know what? It's dead to me. So <laughs> I'm I'm on Blue Sky. I believe we are all on Blue Sky. We you are can probably all find on us. Blue Sky. Uh, yeah, we we just need to make one for the podcast. But you can otherwise yeah. follow us there uh, as individuals because sometimes we say stuff. We sometimes do. Sometimes, and uh, recently sometimes. more. I, I don't. <laughs> Uh, except for Alex. Yeah. Uh, Alex says nothing. nothing. Uh, but you can also uh, send us an email through contact at nostorysacred.com. Uh, your hosts have been Alex McDonald, Brendan McDonald, Pippin McDonald, and Catherine Crichton. Uh, none of which are Javid Dinkins. Nope. Uh, editing for this episode done by Brendan. Transcript done by Ashley DaCosta. Art by Jay Wolf. Show notes and transcript are available at nostoryissacred.com. Thanks for listening, everyone, and please rate, review, and subscribe to No Story is Sacred. You can also visit our Patreon page to support the show and get neat rewards at patreon.com slash nostoryissacred. 
This includes sibling blog posts, new access to our pre-show recordings, proving that we're just like that, even on the air, or even off the air, uh, and on-air thanks for our po- top patrons. Hooray. So, uh, see you guys next time when we'll actually talk about one of my projects, which uh, has been uh, trying to adapt, uh, at least in a TV form, the novel The Price of the Stars. By which who? Is, which is written by our parents? What? what? Deborah Doyle and James D. MacDonald. <laughs> yeah, Deborah Doyle, James D. MacDonald, what? Uh, which I guess we'll also talk about the nature of adaptation and how over the course of starting on this project, I discovered I should probably read the prequel book that I'd actually put off reading because <laughs> I'm lazy. So I did that and now I'm back to it again. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. I'm talented. <laughs> was it Gathering Flame or one yeah. of the other ones? Gathering Flame. This was actually my favorite one. Yeah, it's good. It was a good yeah. book. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah. 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 Listen, reading the book sometimes feels self-serving because, you know, <laughs> we indirectly benefited from royalties. What? A little bit. Uh, until then, where no story is sacred and any story can be changed. This was Brendan. I'm Pippin. I'm Jimmy. I mean, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm Kat. <laughs> and we're... No, no story, story is sacred. I think they bought it. <laughs> <laughs> Good if you're Jay, you have to tell me. <laughs> <laughs>